you are listening to the TN Horror Podcast Network. Horror with a sense of humor. We are here with uh, to talk with Terror Talk host and In the Dark Podcast host, who is a friend and ambassador of Terror Talk TV, Mr. Jay Michaels. Jay, how are you, sir? Good to be here. Oh, we're great. We're great. Doing well. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're grateful that you come on. Uh, thanks for reaching out to us, you know, because uh, we're interested in Terror TV and what it's all about, you know. Um, but let's get with you first. Uh, you were 40 years on and off of Broadway, correct? 40 years I've worked in the entertainment industry. I worked oh, wow. on Broadway, off Broadway, TV, movies, the whole works. Uh, uh, started started right out of school. I've always wanted. I started wanting to be a, a, an actor. It's funny. I started to want. I, I wanted to be a horror movie actor. Uh, when I was a kid, that was all I wanted to do was horror movies. And somehow I got sidetracked and ended up doing musical theater and doing television, everything else like that. Now I run a, a public relations theater and indie film. So yeah, for the last forty years, I've been uh, I've been with the entertainment industry in one form or another. Well, that's awesome, uh, because that's what I was reading in your uh, bio, that uh, you're, you always wanted to be in horror films. Yep, yep. And you I know a lot about horror films. Like a vampire. Like a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> that was always my dream, uh, was uh, to be a vampire if I could be one as a kid. I don't know. It it's kind of weird. I used, uh, I used horror films. When I was a kid, we didn't have uh, speech class. And I'm from the Bronx. I'm from the Bronx, New York, where everyone talked like this. And uh, oh. I certainly couldn't uh, be in, in, uh, in, in, the, in the world talking like this. So I would watch Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing, Vincent Price. I'd watch the old Hammer films, the English horror movies. And I would emulate their voices. And so I went from this to talking like this, simply from listening to them for, for years. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. I, yeah, I guess if, if you want to really do acting, you can't really have a strong accent if you want to be broad. In your acting skills or, or character, it's great, but not to, uh, yeah, can't be your only tool. Yeah, it's that's I, I never thought of I, you know, I always I meet people who are like from different areas who have moved and they've kind of shed their accent over time, but still being in the middle of it and working to fucking to push it away that's that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, I mean. Uh, I, I still get it once in a while. If I'm talking to an old buddy from, from high school or something, I'll be like, hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, wow, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> so, so it's still there. I just have to click it sometimes to keep it uh, to keep it at bay. Yeah, that's what I always heard, that it'll come back eventually. If oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, when, I'm, when I'm talking to my family back home, I get, uh, I get real backwoods. <laughs> All the hillbilly comes out. Uh, ironically, uh, <laughs> my wife's musical director because she she's a, a singer and and the pianist that she works with is from tennessee and oh, awesome. and he is he has lowered his voice his his accent a great deal but like if he gets really passionate about something you know he'll be like yes that's fine oh okay well i think this is great that we do that and, and it's like oh there it is, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's no way for me to turn mine off so <laughs> I mean, I don't hear it myself, so it doesn't bother me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I love I love people's accents. I love it. Yeah, I, I do too. I enjoy accents a lot. Uh, 
It just, I mean, it makes who you are, you know? Yep. Yeah. So, Yeti, uh, you got a question for the Terror TV? Yeah. Lead um, on. I was kind of looking through it. I'm, I'm piqued my interest because we're uh, a friend of the show is uh, the, the Chicago Rot team. And I saw you guys had Chicago Rot on there. So that's super fucking cool to me. But what is it? There's like 100,000 streaming services out there. What is it that sets Terror TV apart? from the rest of the pack? That's a really good question. Uh, the thing that most enticed me uh, with it and what I, what I scream about the most is it deals with indie film first. Uh, a lot of these services, they, they immediately want to cater. They just, okay, look, here's this horror movie, this horror movie, you want to go see this? They're throwing commercial movies at you constantly because that's what you see on television, so mm-hmm. you're trying to grab it. And that's great, but that's one audience. We, uh, we want to support the artist. So what, what we do is we have a, a, a huge catalog of independent films, films that you might not see anywhere else uh, from new and emerging artists. Uh, in some cases, it's the artist's first feature film, uh, or it might be the first time they're doing horror movies. Uh, what you're seeing is, is what you're not going to see anywhere else. So yeah, if I'm going to go, and I won't mention any names, but if I'm going to go to this site or this site or this site, yeah, I'm going to see the same movies. Right. Here, I know whatever I'm looking at, I have not seen it before. So, so the first adventure is, okay, I, I know nothing about it. Let's turn it on for that. They also have a classics catalog. But what they do with their classics, they have independent classics. Uh, they, they don't necessarily have the studio film of Dracula, but they do have Bela Lugosi's White Zombie, which was made independently. Right. They have Nosferatu, because that was made independently. The Last Man on Earth, which is a really scary movie concerning what's going on now was made independently. So what you're seeing is what we can do. Uh, we as filmmakers, we as writers, we as actors, this is where our first level is. This is where um, this is where the real creativity goes. Uh, I have watched a lot of the films on there. And the one thing which I can say about all of them, I each and every one of them, I sit there somewhere and go, oh, I never saw that. Before. Wow, that's interesting. Some plot twist, some way of writing, some way of characterization. I guess, you know what, if you just sort of like, I just want to watch TV, okay, any site's going to do. If you're a real horror aficionado, if you're really into, let's see what a, what a, what a fright film can do, Terror TV's got that for you. That's, that's great. I do, we, we support indie horror uh, like constantly, and that's, that's, that's our thing. Yeah. It's our bread and butter. So to see somebody else out there doing it, uh, especially in the streaming service world, coming and bringing that independent art to the masses. That's really fucking cool to me. I, I really like that. Um, I do. I am curious. Uh, you, we, we know what, what the viewers are going to get out of it, but uh, what's the process for an independent filmmaker to get something onto Terror TV? Is that, do you handle that area of it at all? Can you give any? That's where we get them. Uh, you could contact me directly. Uh uh, you can you uh, uh, you can go to Terra TV. Uh, there's information on the site itself, or you can contact me at J M C O M M N E T, J M Comnet at gmail.com, and send me info on your film. Uh, so many of our things are are, and that's the other thing. Don't worry about getting your agent, getting your manager. We go unsolicited. Bring us the movie. Bring us the trailer. Bring us a pitch deck. Bring us the film. And, and we'll review it. And if it works, uh, then you're on the station. And Darren Ramage, the, the executive director and owner of the station, 
he handles distribution also. So if your film is really something that uh, that has legs, as the expression goes, well, maybe we can even get it in theaters. Oh, so wow. We're like a great big audition. Uh, uh, here's my film. What do you think? <clears throat> the worst that can happen is you're going to get a very nice note from someone saying, this is great, but try this, figure this out. This is okay. Call us next time. The best is, hi, you're now on the station, and let's talk distribution. Wow, that's big. You're cutting, cutting yeah. out a lot of the red tape and the bullshit and just yeah. stream, streamlining the whole, which, yeah. is, which is great right now. It's awesome. Which is awesome. Yeah. That's, that's what's killing it for so many people in this industry. Uh, everybody thinks to get somewhere. to Now, I've had it with the live theater. I've had it with... Uh, I've had it with film. I've had it with TV. And they're all the same. It's like you think there's this mountain. You think you need an agent, a producer, uh, $200 million. You think you need all this. No, you just need the guts. You just need the guts and a brilliant story. Uh, uh, Dove Simmons, who's a, a, a teacher and a, a, an indie film producer, used to say, okay, for your first film, take a whole bunch of your buddies up to a cabin in the woods and kill them. Uh, and, and he was basically saying, make a horror movie. Make a horror movie and shop that horror movie around. And there, what we do basically is, is we're saying we want to see your art. We're, you don't need the manager. You don't need the agent. For this first level, get yourself seen. There's so many festivals that you can now be in. There's so many places yeah. where you can be seen. And once you got the awards, once you got all of that, you want to try to then move to the next level, that's great. But here's a place where we're saying, come on in. We just want to be scared. And with with them being uh, on Terror TV, does that mean that they can't shop their movie around anywhere else? Or oh no, they can shop it everywhere else. Uh, okay, I've, I've had interviews on one of the programs. I'm speaking to one of the one of the filmmakers, and and he was telling me all about all the other places that his movie is. And I'm like, dude, this Terror TV. Can you can you talk about it being here, please? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I know some of them, you know, like in that that single contract where it's like, well, it needs to be here for a little bit before you need to. You know what I'm saying? They get the contract right to it or, or the, for that little period of time. There, There is a stipulation in some cases for that. If we're going further, if we're talking about distribution or anything yeah, like yeah. that, want some exclusivity, great. But but it's your film, man. Uh, uh, get it out there. Get people to see it. If they'll love Hell it, yeah. then they'll go to our station and love it also. We even have a, a new talk show. Uh, I came on board with uh, Terror Talk, where we interview the filmmakers, where we interview famous, uh, where we interview celebrities, Within the industry, uh, uh, you get to know them. And our questions, pardon me, aren't this bullshit? We're not sitting there saying, "Wow, isn't it great the way the yellow ooze came out of your face and then your head fell off?" No, we don't. We, we're not. We're not fanboys like that. We talk about uh, what it took to make the movie, what uh, what life was like as an artist in that. We recently spoke to Sarah Karloff and Lynn Lagosi, who are who's the daughter of Boris Karloff and the granddaughter of Bella Lagosi, and we learned all about what it took for those two men to almost create this entire universe. So, so even in our talk shows, we, we get it out there so that we're being uh, intelligent about it. We're being connected. Uh, uh, we treat the fans with respect. Uh, I don't know if you've ever gotten it. Whenever I say I love horror movies, somebody always goes, oh, really? Oh, yeah, all right. And, and, and mm -hmm. suddenly you have a stereotype. They are, they are <laughs> a competent, powerful, money-making industry. Let's give respect to those filmmakers and to the artists who've made them that way. And to you guys for talking about it. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. Because uh, we have a bunch of friends that even where we're from, I mean, a lot of people, when we started this, me and Jim Jam uh, got into it five years ago. And it, and it 
and I'll be honest, I wasn't a horror fan for life. You know, I haven't been the lifetime horror fan. He was. Yeti is. But, you know, and Yeti come on years later. But it's just like, well, let's do a podcast because I'm not a horror fan as big as somebody else. So you have a different opinion from me than you do from someone that's a lifetime, you know, hardcore horror fan. But uh, I didn't realize how many. Your podcast so good. I appreciate that. Uh, Because I didn't understand how many people are making films in local areas that you have no clue. Horror films are being made everywhere in your local area. It's. In small towns, because we, we live in a smaller area, they're making horror films here. They're making them all over the state of Tennessee, everywhere. So every state has this. And yeah. it's a it's a great opportunity now that you talk about this, that you're offering distribution. And if, if it's good enough, you know, it's like, wow. So these people don't have to jump through the hoops like you, or, you, know, like you were saying, like the possibility of climbing that mountain. You know, it's a, it's a great possibility that you can get your film out there. In an easier yeah, way. First step for everyone. We give them the first step right there, the first couple of steps. As opposed to yeah. sitting there saying, I got this movie, what do I do with it? And yeah. And get it on terror TV. Um, and it's what you're talking about. Every 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 place is doing movies. Night of the Living Dead, the seminal zombie film, George Romero's <laughs> classic, was done in Pennsylvania. It was done yep. on a real cheap budget. And what he did was he went into the local town. He asked the butcher, he said, could I have any meat that you're not going to use? And that became the flesh that the zombies nibbled. And then he turned to the entire place and said, if you let us film in front of your house, you could be a zombie. Uh, if, you film, <laughs> if you let us do this, you could be one of, the, one of the people there. So basically, when you see these zombies walking by, they are all members of that town. And they were just thrilled to be part of it. Uh, Romero used to tell the story that he didn't have to tell them how to dress or anything because they all suddenly became actors. They all got into these characters. There's a girl, you could actually see her. She's three quarters naked and she's walking down there. And she even told him, she was like, no, I could see I was buried this way and that's how I dug myself up. Suddenly, they have these <laughs> these, these inner lives of zombies. <laughs> so, that's that's so, wild. I, I, I got the same thing. I spoke to Scott Wilson, who was, uh, the, who was Herschel on Walking Dead. <clears throat> And I tried to make him laugh at one point. I, I said, so what's it like working with the dead? And he didn't laugh. He put his arm around me and he said, and, and he also, he had a great twang of his voice. Son, let me tell you. And he told me all about how they had zombie training camp. And the zombie, and everyone who was playing a walker would sit there and, and figure, was I bitten? Did I die? Was I run over? How long am I dead? What, am I decomposing? And they went into all of these things. And, and he said, uh, so by the time the herd came after me, they look pretty scary. So so every town does it, and every town welcomes it. You know, uh, uh, if you're thinking, oh, no one, no one will like what I'm doing in, in your town, wherever it is, please, go ask them. They'd love to be a vampire or a zombie or a creature from outer space quite easily. <laughs> yeah, that is... Go ahead, Yeti. I was just going to say, that's really cool. I didn't know... That uh, all the all the zombies were just kind of plucked from the surrounding area. That's, I mean, and that's why like Romero is. That's why he is legendary as he is because he thinks to he thought to do things, so grassroots like that. And it's I think it's really cool. Um, you mentioned you know horror movies are being made everywhere and they're like a money making thing. I I actually uh I had an interview some months ago maybe last year sometime with uh. 
a director who's kind of a local legend uh, in Jim Jam and Johnny's neck of the woods, uh, Donald Farmer. He's a straight-to-video uh, exploitation maestro. Um, and he was telling me that, that, that independent horror films are the only or one of the only independent uh, genres of film where you can still make money. Yeah. You know, nobody's, uh, nobody's trying to, trying to go see an independent rom-com, but if you put together a, <laughs> a, a good independent horror movie, people are going to want to watch it. You know, it's, uh, you're so smart. You're absolutely so smart. That's exactly right. Uh, oh, brilliant. Uh, with so many, with a rom-com and whatever, do you really want to go see these two people to get together? No, you're looking at two famous actors doing it. You know, when Harry met Sally would not have been when Harry met Sally. If you didn't have, uh, uh, oh, I can't remember their names all of a sudden. If you, uh, the, the two famous performers within it. Uh, 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 was that the screaming in the, in the... Crystal was in it. There you go. I knew at least one of them. Uh, uh, and, and so you go to see these famous performers. You go to see these dramas because Liam, ne Liam Neeson is in it, because Lee Schreiber is in it, because these people are in it. But a horror movie, okay, yeah, sure. They were the days of Boris Karloff, Christopher Lee, Peter Cushing. But there's also now it's the notion of the plot. Starting with the 80s, the notion of, the notion of how to kill people became the reason to see the movie. So, so no, you're not going to stand online to go see a movie necessarily, but you will gladly click it into your television. So even, even the notion of straight to video uh, and video on demand, it's a moneymaker for horror movies. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Let's... Um, since we're talking about Terror TV, what about the prices and how everything works? Uh, we might as well get that out there for people to understand. Like, how, how much is it monthly for Terror TV? Terror TV is three ninety nine a month, three dollars and ninety nine cents a month. That's cheap. You get, you get all its original programming. You get its podcast, where we interview everyone from new independent filmmakers all the way through to celebrities. Uh, uh, I just spoke to the cast of Dark Offerings, a new movie coming out that's being filmed during the pandemic using social distancing guidelines. Uh, it features Felissa Rose from Sleepaway Camp, Terry Alexander from uh, Day of the Dead, so many other great artists. Uh, um, uh, so you get the podcast, you get all, you get the classic movies, the classic indies, you get their ever-growing catalog of new films. Now, when I say ever-growing, I'm not kidding. Every week, there's a new film that pops up there. Every month, you can see three or four different films. We're plotting more episodes of Terror Talk. The podcast is continuing. We're talking about a newsletter. We're talking about other sites on there. We're talking about... There's even Shiver TV. They have a, 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 a like a sister station called Shiver TV, where you could see, uh, where you could see a lot of the smaller movies, uh, and you get shorter films to watch. So, so... Uh, Logging on there, you could spend the day on there, and you're not going to see the same thing twice. So, you, you know, we all sit there. We go through Netflix sometimes, and I love Netflix. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. You go through it, you say, I don't want to see that. I don't know, what the hell? What the hell? Yeah. If you're a horror movie lover, you're going to go on there and go, oh, there's a movie about Dracula. Want to see that? Oh, there's a zombie film. Want to see that? There's a, there's a horror anthology. Going to see that? Uh, and you're going to see you're going to see some celebrities on there. Lloyd Kaufman, uh, who, who's big in, in the trauma world. Uh, he's yeah. on one of those movies. Uh, uh, you're going to have a good... If you're a lover of it, you're going to have a really great time. And if you're not a lover of it and you just want to, like, experiment, this is the place to experiment. You know, you don't have to go see the same movie. This is where you experiment and say, okay, what are people thinking? 
That's the other thing. These movies are modern. These movies are from today. So, so you're not seeing old social mores. You're not seeing things like that. You're seeing modern cutting-edge thought. And pardon the pun about cutting-edge. <laughs> you're seeing really, you're seeing potential classic horror movies. There's one on there called My Guardian Angel, which is about uh, a pair of twins. And, and one of them's possibly not of this earth. And I'll, I'll just leave it at that. But it's a British film, and it looks like the old Hammer films. So you can have some classics on there as well. Yeah, I had to write that one down. Uh, how, how long does a film stay on Terror TV? Like, is, it, is there a set of limit? Or? It's, uh, from right now, everything stays on forever. Right oh, wow. Now, it's there as long as it's there. Uh, they may, there might be some that will be limited releases. There might be some that are altered for whatever the reason. But as of right now, if it's there, it's there. I've been with them for many months, and, and the same. I, if I'm like, damn, I should have seen that film. Is it still there? Yep, still is. That's awesome. So your catalog stays there. Yeah, that's what sucks is when you put it in your, here, you know, want to watch or whatever tab, you know, and then it's like about to fall off, or, you know, you have this many days to watch this movie, and it's like, well, but I got all this other stuff to watch. Right. <laughs> and then you watch it halfway through, you click through fast, you go, okay, who died? All right, got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they have they have merchandise also. I've been uh, I've been pushing them because in in my advertising world I know how valuable that is. They got hats. They got T-shirts. They got pins. They got all sorts of things that say Terror TV on them. So so uh, you, you you could proudly wear it just like just like you guys have those gorgeous T-shirts that you're wearing on. Uh, uh, oh yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. I had this oh, shirt made. The best movies have blood, guts, and boobs. Love it. <laughs> that that does I'll... actually bring up a question for me because I do, I I, I like uh, I like exploitation films and extreme horror and and naked women and sex and gore and do you guys have like a content uh, like uh, I don't want to say like like um, standards and practices or whatever like oh you can't show that on Terror TV do you have like a limit. Or, or is it just pretty much anything goes as long as it's a good movie? I'm just going to say this much. There's a movie on there called Creature Features. It's an anthology, and it's about a bunch of kids on Halloween. And if there is a limit to content, I'd like to know what that limit is. Because if you're a connoisseur of, of movies where there's lots of blood and very little clothing, okay, there's one for you. Uh, <laughs> they, From what I've seen, there is no... It, it's a horror film. It's a horror channel. It's about horror movies. Yeah, um, right. So no, we it's 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 balls to the walls. That's great. I you know you see a lot of that where it's just like, oh well, you know we do horror, but no, oh, this is too much. You can't do that. That's too much. And it's like, why are you? This is not the 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 sphere in which to pull punches. No. You know. So I, I I admire that too. There's uh. What makes me laugh about it is uh, it's it's a grab bag on that level. Like I say, you'll you'll grab one that's this psychological thriller about you know the, something, and you know the the scariest effect is the music or someone has strangely colored eyes or something. And then you go to another one where the credits haven't even started yet, and an arm falls off, and there's someone with no clothing and whatever. So you got the span of of what makes up a horror movie. That's good to know. It's uh, I, I really do believe that that goes back to uh, the, the artistic expression. You know, uh, 
Sometimes it's gratuitous, and sometimes you need it. I'm you know, so some, concerned about gratuitous. If it was, if it was there just to do that, hey, I'm naked, and I've seen that, it's like, uh, no, no, thank you, no, thank you. If I want porn, I'll go get porn. But if there's a yeah. reason, if there's a reason, if it makes total sense, if this is a scene, if this is the point of it is that that they were caught it this way, then I'm all for it. If that's what the movie's about, if that's what it needs, fine. Right. That's what a friend of ours that does movies, a director. He had a, a long time ago, you know, a naked woman, naked women in his movies, and just and your average woman. And he stopped doing it because he's like, people would comment, "Well, she must be a stripper," you know, or or, or the other woman would look at her boobs, you know. Them, them aren't. Why would you have that in a movie? And it's just like, well, dude, like that's. They're just people, you know, and and he's like, then you can get anybody in there to show their boot. You pay someone to show them, but it's not if it's not necessary. What's the point, you know? And it just got tired of the comments, and you know, that's the whole thing about the eighties. Uh, uh, all these slasher films, it had its own it, its own math. The promiscuous person is the one that gets yeah. killed, whatever. So if yep. you're not having, if you're not showing, oh, how do I put it? If you're not showing your desecration, if you're not showing how you have fallen from grace, if you will, then why is the monster attacking you? And why do we enjoy it? If the monster is going to attack someone, if Jason Voorhees is going to cut off the head of an innocent person, we're going to sit here and be shocked and not want to see it again. It's up here when we say, oh, wait, oh, I see. Oh, that's what they did. That's what they did. And that's the retribution. It almost becomes this parable. You're almost getting sort of this, this, this ancient parable from it. So uh, I agree with you. If it's necessary, if it's there, then, 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 then make it work. So I think uh, I always go back to this one, and I, I try to, I try to like uh, word of mouth this movie every every chance I get. There's a movie called Tennessee Gothic, oh, yeah. where where there is there's more sex in that movie than it, almost anything I've seen that wasn't a porno, <laughs> but it all makes sense. It all furthers the plot. And it's, I don't know, it's great, it's great when you can, where you can make things like that make sense. But I'm, I'm all about gratuitous nudity and gore, too, but I really appreciate when you put that puzzle together and make everything really make sense, you know. I, you know what, if it's gratuitous and they make us laugh by it, like, yeah. oh, so naked, oh, there goes another head, oh my god, oh, oh, there's the guts. If we're almost seeing it, the, the very first slasher film, I guess. Uh, was Herschel Gordon Lewis's Blood Feast, mm -hmm. and and I by by the fact you're both nodding, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And when you look at it, it's so gratuitous. The blood is so red, and the things were and 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 the acting was awful. Like that face. Oh up. Jesus! Um, <laughs> but you know what? When you watch it, because it's so over the top, because it's so that way, you're almost thinking it's like this. Because they're talking about a ritual in it, you almost think it's ritualistic. And that everything there is on purpose. So when you're seeing this gratuitous violence, this gratuitous nudity, you're saying, okay, yeah, of course, because this is about it. So if you're going to make me laugh or you're going to shock me or something like that with it, go ahead. Go ahead. Take off your clothes and then the head. Go ahead. <laughs> 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 but that as long as it works, as long as it's within there. Like I said, if it's just, oh, sh show, show, show someone's ass just so people will like the movie, no, then it, it doesn't work for me. Yeah, no. No, for sure not. Uh, well, Jay, we appreciate you coming on here and talking about Terror TV. Do you have anything else to say about it um, that you would like to add? Or uh, 
you could quit any time. I know that sounds funny, but I'm saying that because uh, give it a shot. You know, nowadays, yeah. nowadays we're you know we're all we're all counting pennies. We're all sitting indoors and all of that stuff. Uh, uh, so now we're looking for entertainment. Now's the time to be daring. If the only way we can be daring is by looking at different kinds of entertainment, great. Give it a shot. Join for a month. Join for two months. Watch a few movies. If you have a blast, stay there. Uh, at least you learned something. At least you found a movie. And so one day you're going to be in a conversation and you're going to say, you know, I saw this movie called Vlad Dracul and I only saw it on Terror TV. And so at least you, you, you know something nobody else did. So give it a shot. Give it a shot. Yeah. And thank you guys so much. Oh, yes. Big shout out to your podcast. You guys are terrific. Thank you thank so you. much for having me. Uh, this has been a blast. Made my day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. This has been. We we, we like finding out, uh, you know, new avenues for people to get horror films. And it's just it's awesome that there's a, there's another avenue, especially for independent filmmakers, because that's our goal is to get independent films seen and out there. Yep. And that's just what we do. And they need all the help they can get. We always say the people with money, they don't need our help. We'll talk about them big films, but they don't need our help in trying to get the word out there for them. There you go. It's all about us. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So thank you, Jay. And uh, we hope you have a great day, Appreciate man. You. Thanks. Same to you. Have a good one. Be well. All right. You too. Be Thanks, safe sir. out there. Yeah.